We give all the glory to most high God. Hallelujah.
Yes, God. Yes, God. Thank you. 
Shalom, 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 people of God. Shalom, church. Good morning, people of God.
May the Lord bless you and may the Lord increase you more and more in the mighty name of Jesus. I welcome you all to this morning's service. May God elevate you and open up great doors for you this morning. I believe strongly that the Lord that has granted us grace and wisdom, that same God is about to help us and to shape us and to take us into a place of laughter and a place of joy. I don't want you to give up and I don't want you to lose hope. Just keep having faith that God will surely speak for you and God will surely work a miracle for your life and even for your destiny in the name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. Please share the link wherever you are. Share the link. Share the link. Share the link. Share the link quickly. Share the link. Invite all your friends. Invite all your loved ones. Invite all of them. I want to pray for you before we start. As stand as a mouthpiece of Yahweh. And I decree and declare upon your destiny that in the name of Jesus, anybody that have used his mouth in order to destroy your destiny, I stand here as the mouthpiece of Yahweh. I use my mouth to bless you. Whatever they have said in the archives, Whatever they have said in their covens, whatever they have said even in the realm of the physical, I stand in the name of Jesus. The Bible said that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that will rise against us in judgment we shall condemn it. I stand by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And I decree and I declare right now every word that have gone ahead of your destiny in order to fight you as stand by the power of the spirit. I condemn it now. I condemn it now. I condemn it now. The word of the Lord said, there is no therefore now, no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. As done by the power of the Holy Ghost, anybody condemning your life, may God mute their mouth. Any power condemning you, may the Lord mute them. Any power condemning your marriage, may the Lord mute them. Any power condemning your business, may the Lord mute them. Any power condemning your success, may the Lord mute them. Any power that is condemning anything the Lord has spoken concerning your destiny has done uh, by the anointing of Yahweh, mighty God, 
I decree and declare, let every condemnation and words that have been released even upon your people as done by the anointing of the Spirit, let those words be nullified. I said, let those words be nullified. I said, let those words be nullified. I said, let those words be nullified. Mighty God, I decree and I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost, your people are coming out free. Your people are coming out free. Your people are coming out free. Your people are coming out free from every evil condemnation, from every evil plans, from every evil sayings. In the name of Jesus, I decree whatever your grandmother said, whatever your mother said, whatever your father said, that have become a stronghold even upon your destiny. I stand in the name of Jesus and I decree and I declare let their voice fall onto the ground empty let their voice be empty every evil word that have grown ways to fight you today I cut that way I said I cut that wings. I said I cut that wings. Whatever stronghold, whatever foundation of wars that have developed because of your destiny. I, I prophesy in the mighty name of Jesus. You are coming out in the name of Jesus. You are coming out from that evil foundation. Every word that I've gone that you can never give back. I destroy that word. Every word that I've gone that you can never marry. I destroy that word. Every word that I've gone that you can never travel. I destroy that word. Any word that I've gone that you can never move forward in life. I destroy that word and the word that have been said and the word that have been written that you will always be sick. I destroy that word. I don't know what they have said in your life, but I came by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I came to decree and declare that voice is destroyed by the blood of Jesus. That words are destroyed by the blood of Jesus. That words are destroyed by the blood of Jesus. I want to release another word upon your destiny. I want to release another word upon your destiny. The Bible said, Iron sharpened iron, so that a man sharpened the countenance of his friend. I want to decree, even and to declare upon your destiny that in the name of Jesus, your marriage is settled. Your marriage is settled. Your marriage is settled. I said your marriage is settled. Your marriage is settled. Your traveling is settled. In the name of Jesus. That money you have been believing God for. Has done by the power of the Holy Ghost. And I decree and declare. It is settled. It is settled. I said it 
is settled. I said it is settled. I stand on the grace of the apostle of settlement. Ah, the prophet, prophet, miracle. I decree and declare by the power of the Holy Ghost. Melua tibula same. Yatibela kapombre seveno. Whatever they have said that you are missing it in your destiny from today, I replace it back in Jesus' name. I restore your wealth. I restore your travelings. I restore your job. I restore your money. I restore your destiny in the name of Jesus. If they use their words to kill your star, I use my words to bring your star back to life. Arise and shine. Arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. I prophesy and I prophesy in the name of Jesus. Your star will shine. Helpers will look at you. Goodness will locate you. Favor will locate you. Good news will locate you. In the name of Jesus, I shift you even from the realm of attacks and I put you even from the realm of speed. In the name of Jesus. 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 Every power of sickness that is found in your bodies right now, I come against those sicknesses. In the name of Jesus, it cannot stay with you forever. Today marks the end. I said, Today marks the end. I said, Today marks the end. I said, Today marks the end. In the name of Jesus, it is coming out. It is coming out. It is coming out. Every foul devil that have restored and stood in our lives and said no, they will not leave. Today marks their end. I don't know the devil of sickness. I don't know the devil of attacks that have been released for your destiny. Oh mighty God, I decree and I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the anointing of the eagle I stand in the wings of the eagle and I enter into where they have buried your miracle I enter even to where they have buried your glory I enter even to where they have buried your traveling I release it unto you hey I release it unto you hey I release it unto you I release it unto you thank you Holy Ghost Thank you, mighty God. In the name of Jesus. I want you to type, it is setter. It is setter. It is setter. Then you clap your hands for Jesus. God for your lives once one more time. God bless you. Oh, Hima Becky, the Lord bless you. In cancer grace, the Lord bless you. Absali, the Lord bless you. And international, God bless you. Adelina, the 
Lord bless you. If you have watched, the Lord bless you. Favored, the Lord bless you. Mary, the Lord bless you. And cancer grace, the Lord bless you. Hawa, Hannah Abru, so God bless you. I saw Hawa too, God bless you. Obapa favor, God bless you. Osofo Selas, God bless you. I saw Osofo Madison, God bless you. Ofori Bright, the Lord bless you. Um, Yvette, the Lord bless you. Stacy, God bless you. Um, we see again. Grace abounds, the Lord bless you. Mary, the Lord bless you. Ben Great, the Lord bless you. Maureen, the Lord bless you. Baby, God bless you. Or baby, whichever, God bless you. Um, Mamiya, the Lord bless you. Manfred, the Lord bless you. God's own glory, the Lord bless you. Obapa Ella, the Lord bless you. Akosia Barbara, God bless you. Uh, blessing, the Lord bless you. Diana Quay, the Lord bless you. Jackie, God bless you. Romki, the Lord bless you. Akusia Depart, the Lord bless you. Um, we see again. I saw Nanayere. Is Nanayere around? Something like that. I think I saw Nanayere. May the Lord bless her. Gideon, may God bless you and elevate all of you in Jesus. Irene talks. The Lord bless you. Amen. We give God the glory. Obapa Ella, I want to invite you tonight to a prophetic investigation on Zoom. I would like to see you there. I want to I want to go detailed into something for your destiny. Okay. I hope you have my number. Do you have my number? Hmm? Do you have my number? You don't have my number. Is, is today your first time? Church, bring my number. Let let her say hi to me. Let her say hi to me. I will say, please. That is my number. Obapa, have you seen it? So pick it. Say hi to me. Don't say anything. Just say hi to me. Okay. When it is time, I will send you the link. Okay. It it will be on Zoom. Just join. Hmm? Yeah just have registered you you are the first person i'll be praying for and i'll be speaking prophetically into your life and maybe today is your 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 first time you are you are about to join but don't worry and the lord will help you i want to help you by the spirit of god and so if i were to be you i will say hi now because on my message box when you say hi and i don't look at it for five minutes by the time i will go your high will be around um, around the 10th chart or the 20th chart so i don't know why the lord said i should pray for you so i'm just want to invite you to 
a prophetic investigation i want to open some mysteries upon your destiny and the reason certain things are not going on well i'll just tell you so that you will know what to do the lord bless you nanayao we give God the glory. I saw Pastor Ben. I saw Pastor Ben. God, a Ben. Is it a Ben or something? But we give God the glory. Work on. It's a Ben. Pastor a Ben. God bless you. And God open great doors for you. My God. Who enjoyed the duty of man yesterday? Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? I'm not talking about those who got offended. I'm talking about those who enjoyed it. Okay? Yeah. There, are, there, were, there were people who got offended. Others enjoyed it. You did, right? I'm talking about those who enjoyed it. Yeah. Because there are people, whether you, whether you like it or yes, they will, they still, they will have a problem. Whether you like it or yes, they will still have a problem with your message. God bless you. Um, yesterday, by the grace of God, we started with a serious message. It is on the podcast. Oh, you've messaged me, right? God bless you. Do you know right now, three new numbers have messaged me? Right now, three new numbers have So, I don't know. Okay, I've, you've, you've, you've typed on yours. Papa, Ella. I've seen yours. <clears throat> okay. Okay, you sell it to his part. Okay, that's good. Okay, don't worry. Okay, so Sally, you are number two. Okay. So write your numbers down. Number two and number one. I'll talk to you. Okay. Please, the time for the Zoom is 6 p.m. Let me send a flyer for you too. I'm starting the conference. I am the one starting the conference. I am the one starting the conference. Yes, I'm the one starting the conference. Our guest will be coming around Thursday or probably the last day. Is that clear? Let's let's try and go. Yeah. I'm the one starting the conference. So that is it. Mm. Have you seen the flyer? Have you seen the flyer? So you can tap on it and screenshot it. You can tap on the flyer and screenshot it. That is the flyer. Our guest will be coming around um, around either Thursday and Friday, maybe probably Thursday or Friday. We will just pass by. He's, he's quite a busy man. He's having other programs, but I just wanted him to come and be a blessing. He told me he will he will plan and come around properly. So let's let's just understand that. And um, the next thing I want you to do, I'm starting the conference. So I'm starting the conference today, Wednesday, and Thursday. I'm doing three days, and I'll allow the last day for him to do it. Is that clear? You will love it and you will like it. We will pray. 
we will pray and we we will pray please just make up your mind to come and pray hmm? yes just make up your mind to come and pray don't be lazy just make up your mind to come and pray and when it is time for to, to pray as well just position yourself get a place where you can get a proper network because some of us the family we come from anytime the lord wants to speak to us either they will cause us to sleep or they will cause us to forget or they will cause our network to spoil i don't know much about your family but position yourself position yourself to receive position your yourself that to you the lord will use this conference in order to change your destiny is that clear so just position yourself and prepare your mind to receive we started the duty of man and by the grace of god we said a lot of things and i told you that the first duty of man is to seek god that is the first duty of man is that clear today i want to go to the second reason why we have to seek god um maybe um, the second point and let me leave that one at least you've heard a, a lot let me leave that one and go but before i start i want you to understand that as natural men and women we all have physical duties you know that as natural men and natural women we all have physical duties okay so one of the duty of man are you ready the first duty of man maybe somebody doesn't know his duty okay let me help you the first duty of a man i'm talking about the physical man not unto god the first duty of a man is to provide for his family financially that is the first duty of a man is to provide for his family financially so if you don't know what you are doing or what you are supposed to do even with your life and with your physical family your first duty as a human being or as a man or a woman is to provide for your family financially the second reason of a man or the second duty of a man not unto god but unto his fellow man is to protect his family physically i said the first one is to what provide financial uh, uh, provide for his family financially the second reason is to protect his family physically. The third is to be a role model for his children or her children. That is the third reason or the third duty of a man. Number four, to be a good husband or wife. To be a good husband or wife. Number five. To be involved in his community. That means to be to have something doing in the community where you are have, you are living. Maybe in the country where you are having. You have to get something doing. You don't have to be idle as a man. You don't have to be idle as a woman. Did you get what I just said? So these are the physical duties of men these are physical duties of men 
I was reading my Bible this morning and I got to understand something. I wanted to understand the duty of a man even on earth according to the purpose of God. And the spirit of the Lord gave me a scripture that this morning I want us to deal with. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, the verse 13 and 14. Are you with me? Ecclesiastes chapter 12, the verse 13 and 14. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter 12, the verse 13 and 14. If you can help me by posting the scripture, I'll be very happy. Just, just work, work with me. Let's have a very short um, moment and we will enter into prayer and see what the Lord has for us this morning even in the prophetic as well. Be, be fast for me. If Grace House, God bless you, sir. He said, that's the whole story. Here now my final conclusion. He said, fear God and obey his commandment, for this is everyone's duty. What? Did you hear that? He said the whole conclusion of the matter is this. We should fear God and obey his commandment. That is the whole conclusion of the matter. That is the whole duty of a man. That we should fear God and obey his commandment. That means the second of a man according to the principle of God the second duty of a man is to fear the Lord and obey his commandment this is a broad topic but I will try to summarize it because of the teaching the last and the final word is this it said fear God it said do what he tells you this is the commandment unto man. We look at the verse 14. It said, God will judge us for everything we do, including every secret thing, whether good or bad. Ah! The reason why the wise man was acknowledging or, or you know, um, telling us that we should, be, we should, be, we should fear God and we should obey his commandment was this. Look at the verse 14. It said, eventually, God will bring everything that we do out in the open and judge it according to the hidden intent, whether it is good or bad. It means that whatever you are doing on this earth, it, you will be judged of it. <laughs> you will be judged of it. Whether it was good or bad, whether it was in the secret or in the open, you will be judged of it. Because of that, he told us that then the whole matter of the story is that we should fear the Lord. Then we should obey his commandment. It means that if we must escape the trap or the judgment of God, there is something that we must do. The first thing is to fear God. And the second thing 
is to obey his commandments. Maybe a message here for you dear. I won't like my number this morning. Now, certain people are pretending as if they are working. Others are pretending as if their network is not good. You will hear, we are listening. Can I speak and declare God's truth unto you? Can I declare God's truth unto you? Are you sure? I want you to understand that, listen to me, this life, the first ever thing God gave unto us as we human beings, huh? the first thing God gave to man, the very essence of the creation of man was to have intimacy with his creator. So the reason why God created us was that we should have intimacy, like fellowship with him. So it was because of his fellowship and having relationship with him that he created us. When you read the book of Genesis, you will realize that for each and every day, the Lord will walk into the garden at the cool of the day to be talking with Adam and Eve. Until men, man fell, even from the garden, God kept on coming to them each and every day for them to have fellowship together. Am I talking to somebody? One of the things we need to understand is that in this life, in this life, the essence or the reason why you were created was that God wanted to have fellowship with you. But when man fell, man lost the kind of seal to approach God almost all the time because there was a certain kind of fear that was within us. And the fear prevented us from approaching the throne of glory. But Jesus came to correct that error and Jesus brought us back even to the Father. Now we have access even with the Father that we can communicate with him. But the devil is so wise that the devil is using ways and means through physical means and through spiritual means to disassociate people even from God. Almost every single day. That is the primary aim of the devil. That the kind of relationship God brought, even between him and himself, the devil always wants to disassociate us from the Lord. And because of that, each and every day, he throws an arrow. Each and every day, he 
throws an attack each and every day he manipulates people through certain things and because of that people always fall short of his glory not to be able to approach God I remember the Bible said let us come boldly unto the throne of grace I don't know whether it is Hebrew chapter I don't know whether it's 316 or 416 the Bible said let us therefore now come unto the throne of grace that we may find mercy and find grace in time of need what am I trying to say God always wanted relationship because almost every single day God wants to talk to you every single day God wants to speak to you every single day God wants to hear your voice and that is why he calls you his son that is why he calls you your, his daughter so that you can come to him as a father whether you sinned or whether you didn't sin God opened that realm for us to have access but still many of us cannot even approach our father well not because we don't have the desire but because the devil is afflicting us each and every day with manipulation that is bringing fear even upon us that we cannot approach him there are some of us the devil has manipulated us to a point that we think that when we even sin God will not listen to our prayer anymore most of us we have grown to a point in our life and in our walk with God that when we do one act of sin we think that that sin will annihilate us from the presence of God and it will block God's ear even from coming unto us but listen to me child of God the Lord we serve is a merciful God. The Lord we serve is a faithful God. Listen to me. If only you would decide to have fellowship with him, you will always see his hand. It's just an introduction and building. By this, I want to tell you, if intimacy is the essence of our creation, then let me say this. If intimacy was the essence God created us, let me say this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me tell you this. Then it means, it means, before you can walk with God, you must first understand, listen to me, you must first understand, there is something in God that when you have it, sir, it draws away sin from your life. That one is called the fear of God. There is something God has placed in himself that anytime you begin to have fellowship with him, anytime you begin to seek him, there is something he places in man. It is called his fear. The fear is not as a result like the fear you know with man. There is the fear of man and there is the fear of God. The fear of God is the act of the reverence you have for him. And no to God. That is what we term the fear of God. So some of us, what the devil is doing is that <laughs> the very thing that should bring the fear of God into our life that is the very thing the devil is denying us from. 
what is it? It is called the word of God. It means that the first thing every man or woman should hear on this earth is called the word of God. If you want to constantly avoid certain manipulations of the devil in order to seek and walk with God well, you must be a man that listens to his word. Uh-huh. That is why the wise man, when he was concluding the matter of everything in this life, he said that the whole matter is this, that we should fear the Lord and we should obey his commandment or follow his commandment for this is the whole duty of man. If these two ingredients are working in your life, you can walk according to the will of God and not deviate. So these two things are the reason the devil is fighting believers each and every day through our characters, through our emotions, through friends, in order for us to lose these two virtues. Number one, the virtue of the fear of God and the virtue of following after his commandment or keeping his commandment. These are the two things. If these two things were in place in the body of Christ, Nobody would have loved to sin. I'm telling you the truth. Nobody would have loved to fornicate. Nobody would have loved to move away from God. But because these two things are not in place in the body of Christ, this is the reason why our Christian walk, even with God, is difficult for us. David said, Thy word have I kept in my heart that I may not sin against you. It means that any man that keeps God's word, the word of God can prevent the man from sinning. Anybody that can keep God's word, the word of God can be like a guide upon your destiny that can even prevent you from sinning the word. The word can prevent you even from sinning. The fear of God can also prevent you from sinning. These things is found in seeking him. And this is the reason why the devil is fighting us every day. Because of these two things. The fear of God and keeping his commandment. The devil knows that if you can fear him. And if you can keep his commandment. There is nothing you cannot fulfill on this earth. Because. Fellowship itself. Fellowship. Is the key factor. To fulfilling purpose in life. Fellowship is the key factor to fulfilling purpose in life. Fellowship is the key factor to fulfilling purpose in life. Nature say obi person fulfilling a purpose and an shebre The person must understand the kind the act of fellowship that is worshiping with your maker. When you are worshiping with the maker there is something I told you that he introduces. The first one is called the fear of him. The second one is called keeping his commandment. When these two things are in check, say, fulfilling destiny is very cheap. 
if I'm supposed to go deeper with this word, many people will be offended. So I am doing a shallow teaching on these things because I was supposed to take it one by one and talk about it. But if I'm supposed to take it one by one and talk about it, by the time I finish talking, there is another voice or preacher that will be preaching to their mind. The man of God is referring to you. You have to move out. This will be good in the mercy. And this is the messages the devil ministers unto many of us. You feel uncomfortable and you want to leave. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Also, Odi Mushel. Because of that, I want to teach this thing on a shallow way. When we talk about the real fear of God, fear is simply the respect and the reverence, the honor you have for God. Fear of God is the reverence, the honor, and the respect you have for God and you have for his word. Did you hear what I just said? And to cut the fear of God, the fear of God, any who, any shru, any media, any nasem. The fear of God goes beyond being in church. The fear of God goes beyond being with people. Being with friends. The fear of God goes beyond it. The fear of God goes to a point. Listen to me. The fear of God, it goes to a point of when you are even alone. There is a problem with this generation. And this problem must be addressed. That is why the wise man said that everything we do, whether good or bad, whether in the secret, it shall be judged. According to Ecclesiastes 12.14, it will be judged. Because of that, the only thing that will keep you in check the only thing that will tell you and help you to say no to certain kind of sin that is against the will of God is called his fear. If you want me to believe that you fear God or you love God is the way you obey his commandments. Is it not true? That is why Jesus told us that if you love me, obey my commandment. Jesus was speaking to Peter. And Jesus said, Peter, do you love me? And he said, yes. He said, obey my commandment. The proof of love is the obedience of his will. The proof of love of God is the obedience of his will. 
There are many of us, we profess we love God, but we cannot keep his commandment. Ladies and gentlemen, your love is not genuine. You are a real scam in the kingdom of God. A real scam. Let me teach it in a shallow way because if I'm supposed to use scriptures to explain everything, because I've told you if these two things are in check in your destiny, you are safe. The fear of God and keeping His commandment. You don't even read the Bible. How do you keep his word? How do you keep what you don't know? That's the question now. How do you keep what you don't know? How do you respect a man and his words if you don't know what the man has said? One day, somebody shared a testimony on this platform. And the person said, anytime I'm about to do something, Papa Dave, I hear your voice. Anytime I'm about to do something that is bad, I hear your voice. And as soon as I hear your voice, I will stop. It is not my voice that the person hears. Listen to me. It is not my voice that the person hears, but it is God using my voice to speak to him because God only knows that he respects me. So when God finds out that he respects you, you respect me, he uses my voice and my face to speak to you and to appear to you. This is how God works with it. That is why you hear people say, man of God, uh, please, I had a dream and you were in my dream. It was not the man of God. God or the angel of the Lord knew that you can only accept the message of the Lord when you see the man you respect. I don't know whether you get it. God knows that what he is about to show you, you can only accept it when you see the man you respect. So when God is coming to speak to you, he will use the man you respect to show himself to you through the dream that you will see Papa set, you will see Papa Dave, you will see uh, uh, mention the men of God you, you follow, you will see them as soon as you see them, you now know, uh-huh hey, Papa Dave, you came to my dream it was not him, God was the one that appeared to you, like Eastwood God was the one that appeared to you, but God knew that because of the respect and how you honor the man and how you honor his words, that is the only person he can show himself through you so that you can accept the message he is bringing unto you. Imagine God comes like a cow. Imagine God comes like a big cow on, in the air and he is speaking to you. You will say that you have seen a witch. Is it not true? You, are, you will say that you've seen a witch. You will say that you've even seen a demon appearing to you. Because God always wants to have intimacy, 
He connects us to men and allow us to listen to the men. We will listen to the men for a while that we begin to love the men even behind them. Do you know that any man you love genuinely, whether you've seen him before or you don't, you've not seen him before, you just respect that person that when he even says we are fasting, baby, I will be here, you want to do something. There is a program. Whether you are there, you want to connect online and also witness. I don't know whether you get it. That kind of reverence we have for men, that is the reason when God wants to reveal himself, he will use it through that same people you respect to appear to you in a dream. That is the same thing that applies to God. Anytime you have reverence with God, you fear him, you honor him, you respect him, you even respect his words. There are many people who respect God, but we don't respect his words. Oh, yes. If you respect his words, there are many things you by now you would have avoided in your life. You don't actually respect his words. Imagine a father you don't respect. How do you ask of something from the father and you receive it cheaply? Oh, I've not gone deeper. Church. This one I've not. Go, I'm. 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 I'm just building an introduction of it. If I go deeper into this, the fear of God. If I go deeper into this, the fear of God, and to His keeping His commandments, I will have problem. By the time we realize, if I'm supposed to preach it this morning and this afternoon, this afternoon we are all will be only thirty, Mempesa. So let me let me let me just teach it in a shallow form. So that we can understand and know where the fault is coming from. The question is, a father you don't respect, how do you expect to receive from him? That's the question for the day. When you say respect, huh? God said don't lie. That's his word. That is his word. He said to us, don't lie. Don't you lie. No, no, no. I want to know. Don't you lie. Oh, church. We do. Yes. Yes. It means that although you respect God, but you don't respect his word. So the lack of disrespect to his word will allow us to enter into some places where we are not supposed to enter. Do things where that we are not supposed to do and it will attract the blessings and delay the blessings from coming. That is the problem now. And this is the primary aim of the devil in the life of a Christian. is the primary aim of the devil in the life of every believer. In the life of every believer is to put you to a point that you don't fear God and you don't keep his commandment. Because any of them in check will prevent you from living unworldly life. Uh, sorry, worldly life. Will prevent you from living life 
that does not please him, it will prevent you. When these two things are in check, do you remember the day you went to work? Hannah Samuel, do you remember the day you went to work? You reported at 8 o'clock. When you were signing in, you signed 7.30. Do you remember? Even today. Uh Do you remember? Yes. Do you know that that 8 o'clock and the 7.30 are not the same? They are not the same. So, if actually you were supposed to write 8 and you wrote 7.30, it means that number one, this is what it shows. The God you follow, you don't respect him. Number two, you don't fear him. The day I don't want to go deeper with, I, I just want to give you a scope of the fear of God. When we talk about you, in the book of Psalm 147, let's read scripture so that I, I, will, I, will, I will draw the message to an end. I don't want to go deeper. This is <laughs> Give me Psalm 147, the verse 11. Psalm 147, the verse 11. Give it to me. Your office people said they have changed. So I should continue with it. Okay, let me talk to you. Listen. But the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him in those who keep his steadfast love. Did you hear that? The Lord delights in those who fear him and who put their hope in his unfailing love. He said, no. The Lord's delight is in those who fear him, those who put their hope in his unfailing love. Have you seen it? The Lord takes pleasure. When we say somebody takes pleasure in tree, Imagine even your normal beloved. Imagine the way he can shower you with gifts. Is it not true? The guy just delights in you. He has pleasure in the kind of love he has for you. It's amazing. He said, Those who fear God get God's attention. Did you hear that? I want you to notice. No, Anybody that fears God gets God's attention. They can depend on his strength. It means that if you don't fear God, you don't get his attention. Imagine you have the attention of your beloved and you have the attention of your husband. It is only the woman that can relate with this one. The woman can understand it more than the man. When a woman does not have the attention of his beloved, it looks like he has lost the man. Is it not true? Is it not true? I read in your God. The woman can understand this aspect well. To have somebody's attention. The, that is why when a man wants to, you know, ask a lady or propose to a lady, 
and he first meets the lady, what the man will do is that the man will force himself. Almost everything that he can do to get the lady's attention, he will get. Obahima, sweetie, Odeo, and Wafe, darling, chocolate, gold, ahenema. So the lady is not mine. That is the first day. He will make sure that he will do that to get the lady's attention because the greatest of a lady's weakness is her attention. The greatest weakness of a lady is her attention. If you can get a lady's attention, you've gotten her. That is the same thing that applies to God. And don't the ever-breasted one. That is how the tree called him. God is like a woman. As to how you suffer before you get a woman's attention, that is the same thing you have to do in order to get God's attention. And when you get a woman's attention, no other man can get his attention again unless say who Jimmy. <laughs> Did you hear what I just said? <laughs> if you get a woman's attention, no matter whether you are poor, you don't have money, you don't have good or you don't have money or job in when you succeed in getting a lady's attention huh? when you succeed in getting a lady's attention no other man no matter the money they cannot get the lady's attention until unless number one the lady does not like you or number two you are not her type but when you succeed in getting a lady's attention it is very difficult for that lady to lose that attention and give it to another person because ladies don't like focusing on love like two loves at the same time even when they are focusing on two loves one is loved more than the other uh, even if they are focusing on two people one is loved more than other he, she can go and collect money from James and come and give it to John I'm telling you. He can go, she can go and collect money from James and come and give it to John. Just to tell John that, John, I love you. James, I don't love him. Because it was John that collected her attention. Not James. James just came like a side attraction. James just came like a side, side, side attraction. But if you will lose her attention. It means that you did certain things that disobeyed her. And that caused her to lose her attention. And until now, when you are working with God. And you want to really get God for a long time. And nobody else gets his attention. Number one, you must love him. Number two, you must obey his commandment. When you... <laughs> the fear of God is as... The, the thing we say, the respect or the honor you have for him. 
you don't do it but if you realize that there are many things you are supposed to move away from it and you join yourself into it it means that number one unto him you don't fear him number two you don't respect him number three you don't honor him and if this fear of God is not in place its commandment will be difficult to be kept It will be difficult. I like that version. It said, anybody that fears God gets his attention. Hey! Uh-huh. Please, can we now conclude, church, can we now conclude that anybody that does not have God's attention does not fill in their blank spaces, does not does not fear God. Sanity. This is the mathematics of the word of God. So, obi biara eradi eni nkunu hubia, eradi eni njenu hubia no. Neche se ni pakrono, ondi eradia samso. Adi eradia samso onyeno, he doesn't do it. When God says do this, he will not do it. When God says don't do it, then he does it or she does it. That is the problem of our Christian journey to now. The reason why we are praying, no resource. We are fasting, no resource. We are giving, no resource. is as a result of two virtues. Number one is the fear of God. Number two is keeping his commandment. That is a duty of a man. Imagine, imagine in Matthew chapter 22, the verse 37 to 40. Imagine Jesus was speaking. Just imagine Jesus was speaking. And Jesus summarized the whole law into two. That love your neighbor as yourself. By first, he said, love the Lord with all your heart, with all your strength, and with all your soul. And number two, love your neighbor as yourself. So, the whole law is being programmed into two verses or into two words, love. Love for God and love for your fellow neighbor. Imagine if I don't love. Okay. Imagine if I don't love. Listen, he said, Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. He said, this is the first and the greatest commandment. Did you hear that? This is the first and the greatest commandment. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. Number 40, verse 40, the entire law and all the demands of the prophet are based on these two. These are the two principles that govern this world. The love for God and the love for your fellow man. Imagine if you are supposed to walk with this God and you don't value or respect this word that said we should love him. If you don't respect it, how do you attract his attention unto yourself? 
just want you to answer many questions by yourself. How? Any word of God you don't follow, it shows two things. You don't respect him. You don't fear him. And you don't value his word. We are, some of us are mothers. Some of them, some of us are fathers. Some of them, some of us have siblings. Some of them, some of us have children. Hmm? Can I ask a simple question? Do you know? Do you know? Even when you tell your child, please, go and pick the cup and send it to the kitchen. And the child look at your, your, you and say, mommy, I won't go. When you go to town and you buy gifts and you are bringing it home, when the child says, mommy, give it to me, will you give it to the child? All things being equal. Will you give it to the child? It's a big no, right? It's a big no. It's a big no because it's a big no because the child disrespected what? Your words. The child disrespected your words. And because of that disrespect, it you were supposed to hand something over to him because of that disrespect. Although you give it to him, but it will be retailed for a long time. Like, Obed-Triyan it from before. That is normally what we tell. It means that when you don't follow the very commandment of God, when you don't keep his commandment, when you don't fear him, it is very difficult to really attract blessings in a hurry from him. Because there are certain things you have to stop. You don't want to stop. Say, didn't in a moon for me, and I'm a network in a say, Pacho, or comment in a so eka eka platform. No, what yeah, if you don't know that your commenting is also part of the platform. You see, your commenting is also part of the platform. I don't know why suddenly the place is quiet. I thought that my network is spot. I've told you it's just an intro I'm giving to it so that you just get the scope of it. If I'm supposed to teach it that like like detail, like taking it one by one, by now, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me jump this word. Let me jump this and enter into some dimensions and we'll close. Listen to me. Let me tell you some of the things we see in the fear of God. 
What do you call brofuma? You can the characteristics. Huh? The characteristics of the fear of God. Are you ready? Reference for the Lord in MPDD. Can I tell you the characteristics of the fear of the Lord? Okay. Proverbs chapter 8, the verse 13. Now let's let's do scriptures more so that we will close. Let me touch on just one topic of it. Proverbs chapter 8, the verse 13. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, get me the scripture. Oh. And don't you be crying first scripture and na watoswa manini aboswa kain sister. It said, "All who fear the Lord will hate evil." What here? That is the first characteristic of fear. All who fear the Lord will hate. But your first also. All who fear the Lord will hate. So the first question I want to ask, do you hate evil? Do you hate evil? Oh, be sincere. Do you hate evil? Oh, now let's, let's be sincere. Like, do you hate evil? do you hate evil if you answer in anything then you add it to it all those who fear the Lord will hate evil that means if you don't fear the Lord you will hate evil. But if you fear the Lord, you will hate evil. Let me let me please bring the scripture again. Let me let me read it all and explain something that we know. I said now why He said, the fear of God means hating evil. Whose ways I hate with a passion. Have you seen it? Pride and arrogance and group talk. Listen to it. Pacho, The fear of God. Number one, pride. Number two, arrogance. Number three, crook talk. Number four, evil ways. Get me the amplify or the message version of it. Get me the amplify or the message version of it. Number 
I've told you I did, I won't go deeper. And that is it. So you, you have to understand God's word by yourself. I'm giving you very, very simple scriptures that will tell you that if you indeed says you fear the Lord, we should be able to see that these particular things, you don't do it. When you keep doing this, it means you don't fear the Lord. Okay. When God speaks of a new covenant, hey, Hebrews 8.13 Sister, Sister, it's Proverbs 8.13, not Hebrews. I beg you. All who fear the Lord will hate evil. Therefore, I hate pride and arrogance. This is God speaking now. I hate pride and I hate arrogance. Corruption and perverse speech. Corruption. Corruption. In every job, there is corrupt people. See, a very corrupt. You being qualified, so certainty yes, you are qualified. Corruptness. The person is not qualified for the thing, but because of money. They will take the money. They will take the money and let the person go. Corruptness. Corruption, rather. Corruption. Corruption. It's everywhere. Pride. Arrogance. It's a perverse speech. It's a crook talk. In Sema Emiho. Very, very nasty and harsh words. Because <laughs> False words. The enemy no can. The one who ya also sanetiye. You don't fear God. Who did rock us here? You don't fear God. Yesterday, Jane phone not to. Sister, download the message. Whether you like it, go and download the message and listen again. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> Anybody that fears the Lord, these are things that you must abstain from. Number one, you must hate evil. You must hate pride. You must hate arrogance. There are people who talk as if the whole world is in their house. Very prideful. Very arrogant people. There are people they look down on almost everybody they see. They've never seen somebody to to think that that person is equally. Hey, God be informed. It is well. It's okay. Number two. 
The second characteristics of the fear of the Lord. Hey, put me. Let's, let's continue. <laughs> Give me Proverbs 15 30. The second characteristics of, of, of the fear of God is that the fear of the Lord instructs wisdom or it gives wisdom. <laughs> the fear of the Lord, it instructs wisdom or gives wisdom. Yeah. According to the word of the Lord. I am passion. I am it gives the person wisdom. Hallelujah. Oh, Proverbs 15, 13. Quickly. And somebody should give me Proverbs chapter 9, the verse 10. I want to wrap up very soon. Proverbs 15, 13. It said, a glad heart makes happy. A glad heart makes happy. A broken heart crushes the spirit. Oh, the scriptures are very shocking, isn't it? He said, Proverbs 9:10. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Did you hear that? Uh-huh. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The first thing that breathes wisdom in a man, it is called his fear. Look at what the GNB Bible said. It said, to be wise, you must first have reverence for the Lord. Now, have you seen the fear there? So the fear is also known as reverence. A need. So what is it? A need now the men Not as in fear, say we're when we talk about the fear of God, it's not you seeing God and you are running away. There be. It is reverence, a need, the honor, respect that you have for the Lord. He said, anyone who is to be wise, the first thing the person must do is that the person must have reverence for the Lord. It's the beginning of wisdom. Any wise man on earth actually fears the Lord. <laughs> Any wise man on earth fears the Lord. When you take the fear of God out of a man, man lives like a beast. When you take the fear of the Lord out from a man, man lives like a beast. When look at the diasporas, when look at them, the, somebody can be caught publicly daylight and the person they are having sex. Po, 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 po. Because there is nothing like the fear of God there. Somebody can go and take his own mother, brother, sister sacrifice him for money because there is nothing like the fear of God in that person. Somebody can go and take money rituals and they will tell the person to go and eat feces because it is only fools that do that. 
anybody that fears God, there is a kind of wisdom that will tell you eating feces is bad. So outside the fear of God, men, they live like beasts and they live like fools. Sister, you are not a prostitute. You are not into hookup. But they can get you on a bench and sleep with you. You don't fear God. You don't have reverence for womanhood. Bench. One corner. I remember way back in SS. I remember way back in SS. Every day there is condom lying in the class. Every day condom. I ask myself, so whose daughter is that? When people lack fear, they, they live like fools. They, they don't live like people who reason. Oh, that's the truth. Anybody that lacks the fear of God, that does not reverence the Lord, does not have respect for God, the person behaves like a fool, behaves like an animal. You know what Psalm, is it Psalm 14 says? The book of Psalm 14, the verse 1. He said, it is only a fool that says in his heart that there is no God. It is only a fool that says in his heart that there is no God. So you will know and you will understand that only fools says in their heart there is no God. They say they are corrupt and their actions are evil. Not one of them does good. Have you seen it? So anybody that lacks the fear of God lives like a fool. The person lives a corrupt life. The person's actions are evil. The person does not do any even one thing. Yes. It brings wisdom into you. It brings about you. Oh, yeah, there are people who, who, who do that. There are people who do that. I'm telling you. There are people who have lived with God. They've walked with God in a certain dimension that if they don't do something like an activity for the Lord, they did. That day, Jimmy Semukwan, who Ujana on a baby become an akana to one semsis. Ujana. I'm I'm telling you. Ujana obe 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 you be sick as is ye. Obe chin chimu be inside we and sick as is ye. 
because life lived outside God is a life lived out of, out of what foolishness let me give you the last characteristics <laughs> let me give you the last characteristics it is you know the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge proverbs chapter 1 the verse 7 proverbs chapter 1 the verse 7 proverbs 1 7 proverbs chapter 1 the verse 7 the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge proverbs 1 7 he said, fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and discipline. But what? But fools, they despise. They despise. They despise it. Uh, like a muchirikura. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of true knowledge. Look at look at what this version says. He said. Start with God. The first step in learning is bowing to God. Have you seen it? All these fools turn their noses at such wisdom and learning. <laughs> start with God. The first step in learning in bow is, is bowing down to God. That means the first the first way we learn is to bow is to learn how to bow to God. That means to surrender everything to God. He said, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. <laughs> he said, to have knowledge, you must first have reverence for the Lord. Hey, what version is that? A stupid... He said, stupid people have no respect for their wisdom and refuse to... <laughs> This one can we explain me explain me because I'm a mashadan and maybe the other Bible Haneka. If you don't fear the Lord, you lose you live like a stupid person. Nancy be a new you act anyhow. He said the fear of the Lord is the beginning of yeah. you act anyhow, you talk anyhow. You, you behave anyhow. Be be a near foul. Be my be a shea wa no no other. But the seventeen shall was be my be a shea wa no better this year. A ye yaw shea or no die. I'm a shea. A ye producia or no die. A ye didn't shea or no die. To say, oh dear, you act like a prostitute. You don't even know that. You think you say, oh, yeah, or just or a guy I'm a. Oh, oh, a guy. I'm he's my papa. It's because of, I'm beautiful. It is because it is because I'm beautiful. It is because sister, 
let, let me use the Bible. Stop fooling. I'm using the Bible. I'm not, I'm not insulting you. I'm using the Bible. Stop fooling. Stop fooling. Uh, listen. Stop fooling. When you fear the Lord, it inspires wisdom in you. It inspires wisdom in you. It inspires knowledge in you. It helps you to get away from evil. That is what the characteristics of you. I want to pause there. Maybe we shall continue this service. But I pray for you. That from today, your whole life, may you be committed in living a life that is worth reference or reverence to God. May you live a life that is worth reverence unto the Lord. That is worth respect unto the Lord. That is worth honor unto the Lord. I pray that from today, you walk according to the wisdom of God the knowledge of God through his word. I pray that the word of the Lord will never depart from you. The Bible said that the word of the Lord which is able to keep you and to give you an an inheritance. I pray by the power of the Holy Ghost let the word of the Lord keep you. May the word of the Lord give you an inheritance in Jesus mighty name. Whatever you are believing God for whatever you have been crying God for. I ask that the mercy of God should speak for you. I pray that by the, by, the, by the instrumentality of wisdom and by the instrumentality of the word of the Lord, by the instrumentality of the fear of God, and by the instrumentality of keeping God's word, I decree and declare, you shall fulfill destiny and you shall have whatever you desire in Jesus' mighty name. the Lord bless you.